0: for that. Amen. I'm so thankful for the sound and the multimedia, the music, the worship. Uh, Didn't Logan do a good job? He's ready to go. He disappeared on me down, down to Sunday school. He read for our key verse this morning. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil. Everyone say that with me. Fill thine horn with oil. Say it again. Fill thine horn with oil. Amen. And with the help of the Lord today, I want to speak on this topic. Fill thine horn with oil. Brother and sister young, God bless you. We honor you this morning. Delighted to have you here. I am uh, fill thine horn with oil. I'm old enough to remember... Um, I see some guests sitting back here. God bless you as well. I'm old enough to remember full service gas stations. Did they have that in Canada? They did. they did full service gas station it was uh, it was so slick you could uh, you could pull up with your car and there would just be a Flurry of activity. They were, they the hood was up, man. They were checking the oil. They were washing the windows. They were uh, washing the headlights. All the while, they were filling your car with gas. In fact, they would start that and and. Uh, the gas handles had a little mechanism on them. You'd start the gas and you'd flip that little lever down. And then, uh, man, they were washing the windows. How you doing, sir? And washing the window and wiping the, wiping the blade off and scridge it again and wipe it off and pull it again and washing the headlights. And, and it was all done, full service gas stations. I can remember that there were a couple of options, The couple of options were leaded or unleaded, leaded or unleaded gas. And so, as a young fella, I can remember pulling into the gas station and my dad, my dad would say one of a few things, he would say, uh, I'm, I'm understanding now, depending on the finances of the week. He would say, "I'll take five unleaded." That meant I got five dollars, and uh, and I want unleaded gasoline. Or maybe he would say, "Give me twenty unleaded," and I knew that he was uh, well, he was really feeling good then. Twenty, want twenty? But every once in a while, it was kind of uh, exciting and. And even he would have an excitement in his voice. He'd pull in, fill her up with unleaded. That meant he had a, that meant he had a, a pocket full of money and he was ready to and he was ready to roll. How many of you remember leaded or unleaded? You remember that? Uh, it seemed was it regular unleaded or was it regular and unleaded? I forget now how that all went, but it seemed like I can remember regular being a part of uh, a part of that sentence too. I want, I want regular. I want unleaded. In this text this morning, God is instructing Samuel to fill his horn with oil. Fill your with oil, the story of the story of Samuel is extraordinary. Extraordinary. It began with his mother's prayer, Hannah, "Oh God, if you would give me a son, I would put him back in the service of the Lord." And of course, Samuel's. Uh, Hannah's prayer was answered and Samuel was born. The Bible says at the time of his uh, coming of age, she took him back as her promise was and gave him into the work of the Lord. And Samuel was nurtured and developed under Eli. It was under Eli's ministry that Samuel received his calling. Chapter 3 of 1 Samuel, verse number 11. Uh, But think about this with me. Samuel, all of Samuel's mentoring was uh, under, under corruption. Corruption. Eli was maybe of himself a good man, but his boys were corrupt. And, and Eli refused to correct them or, or deal with it. He, he was, uh, and, and Samuel was nurtured and mentored under this, under this corrupt uh, leadership. Um, and yet the Bible says, and yet the Bible says that the Lord was with Samuel. The Lord was with Samuel. In the prime of Samuel's service to the Lord, and this is such a this is such a tragedy to me. In the prime of Samuel's service with the Lord, the Ark of God was taken from the Israelites. Now, I'm I'm, I'm uh, I, I appreciate you bearing with me, but I'm laying a little uh, history here to this. Um, The ark was taken. The very presence of the Lord. And all of this is happening while Samuel is is mentoring and growing and and developing in his calling. He's under under a corrupt priesthood. The ark and the presence of the Lord was taken. In fact, uh, it was in this setting that one of Eli's son's wives named one of their children... Ichabod, meaning the glory of the Lord has departed. This this was the context of Samuel's upbringing. But in spite of that, Samuel became a voice to all of Israel in the season of the departure of the glory of the Lord. And yet the Bible says... That Samuel was honorable. He was a man of God. Uh, What Samuel spoke came to pass. Uh, You can read, you can read, you can read all of this in in, in 1 Samuel. Uh, Samuel, uh, everyone says Samuel was powerful. He was powerful. In in the midst of all the things that were stacked against him. He learned his calling in a terrible season. He learned his calling. He mastered his calling in that time. And then in the Bible it says, In Samuel's old age... God spoke to him to anoint a king over Israel. Now the Bible says, the Bible says that Samuel was very unhappy with this. In fact, he told them, if I do this, this king is going to take your children, your land, he's going to take your your things, your service will be to him, And yet the people said, that's what we want. And God said, Samuel, anoint me a king. Uh, And as you know, he went and anointed Saul. This is what is really incredible to me. The Bible says that Samuel had authority over the people. Whenever Samuel spoke, the people, they knew Samuel was a man of God. Samuel was anointed of God. There was, in, in the midst of all the corruption of the priesthood and Eli and his boys, there was something powerful that stood out about Samuel. He was a man of God. And the people knew that Samuel was a man of God. In fact, later in the book of Samuel, chapter 16, uh, uh, The story goes that when Samuel went to anoint David to be king, when Samuel approached the city, the Bible says that the elders of that city trembled because Samuel was coming. Samuel had to say, look, I'm here in peace. We're just here to sacrifice. The Bible says it was he had so much respect and honor Samuel was a man of God Uh, Samuel had authority over Kings when when uh, when Samuel anointed Saul Samuel could speak to Saul and told Saul and and here the very king would listen to the words of Samuel. Samuel was a man that had an, an, a a godly authority over kings. Can you imagine? Wouldn't I like to be able to call up Mr. Trudeau and? <laughs> Does anybody have the number to to? Is it Ten Downing Street or Sussex Lane? I don't know which one. Sussex what? Sussex Drive. Does anybody got that number? Wouldn't that be something when he's, when uh, Mr. Trudeau saw my number come up on his phone, his knees would start to shake. Oh. And for my American brethren, if I could get a hold of Mr. Biden and him see my number on there. Oh no, Camillo, we've got trouble. Brother Farrell's calling me here. Can you imagine? But that's, that's maybe a silly example, but, but that's what this was. Samuel had authority over the people, and he had authority over the elders, and he had authority over the kings. When he spoke, saw, oh my. Would you just lift a hand with me this morning? I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. I love you, Lord, this morning. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that Samuel had authority over the tribes of Israel. He, uh, he would call the, the tribes together and the leaders would come together and and, he, uh, and he, he spoke to them. And even though even though we know from reading the Bible, that Samuel was against anointing a king, something must have happened because when Saul got away from God and God rejected King Saul, the Bible says that Samuel went into mourning. Mourning. He was was grieved. There was something... Whatever had happened there, even though he was against it, something had, had got into Samuel's heart for King Saul. In fact, at one point in the scripture, when Samuel is giving King Saul word, he said, When thou wast little in thine own eyes, there was something that touched the heart of Samuel. And when Saul when he stumbled and God said, I have rejected King Saul. The Bible says that Samuel went in to mourning. So much so that finally God said, Samuel, how long are you going to mourn? over King Saul. Samuel was so grieved. Now I'm not, again, I'm just going to reiterate, I'm not talking to you about Dane Farrell. I'm not talking to you about... Somebody, uh, 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 one of the normal Israelites, regular Israelites, I'm talking to you about Samuel, the power to anoint, the power to lead, the power to speak over kings, the the power to describe the future word for word. Samuel was a powerful man of God. In Samuel's life, Eli had been a, a disappointment. Eli's sons had been a, a disappointment. And now King Saul had turned out to be a disappointment. And in 1 Samuel chapter 16, and this is what the Lord has stirred my heart with today. And I mean, my soul is stirred. I'm here to help somebody in this service this morning. And in all of Samuel's disappointment, and I'm not going to speculate why his horn had become empty. I don't know why his horn had become empty. But in Samuel 16 and verse 1, God had said to Samuel, this powerful man of God, I need you to fill your horn with oil. We know that Samuel was mourning. And we know that God had to tell him, get your container and fill it with oil. A mighty man of God had let his horn get empty of oil. The man that could anoint kings and had authority over the people and and people trembled had let his horn run out of oil. I don't know why. Maybe it was out of oil because he was anointing everybody. I have no idea. But in the state that he's in, he's in mourning. Whatever is going on in him, the Lord gives him some very specific instructions. And the first one was, Samuel, I need you to get that horn of oil wherever it was, wherever it had been. I need you to get that horn of oil and I need you to fill it. I need you to fill your horn with oil. Fill it, fill it, fill it. Fill it, Samuel. It's time to fill it, Samuel. It's time to get your horn refilled with oil. Hallelujah. Amen. Everyone say, Fill it. Amen. Praise God. Oh, when you said that, something shot through me. Say it again Fill it. Glory to God. Oh, would you just clap your hands with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah Oh hallelujah I'd like to just jump right to the end but but uh, the Lord instructed me to say some things to you so are you okay if I just go ahead and and uh, do this line upon line, precept upon precept. <laughs> Amen. Samuel, get your oil. Get your bottle of oil. Get your horn down off the shelf. Get get your get your container because it's time for you to fill it. How long you gonna sit here in disappointment? How long you gonna sit here in mourning? How long you gonna sit here in in, in your state of mind? It's time to get the oil and get the horn and fill it. We've got some work to do. It's time to fill our horn with oil. Someone say praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Samuel. Samuel was about to anoint the king who would be in the lineage of Christ. It would be the the throne that would be uh, established forever. A kingdom established forever. But you can't anoint that type of kingship with a half empty or a totally empty horn of oil. It has to be full. If you're going to do a work for God in these last days and in this last hour, we can't have a half full horn of oil. We can't have a, a half bottle. We can't have a quarter bottle. We can't even have a three quarter bottle. I'm here to tell somebody this morning we've got to fill it up. I need to be full of the anointing oil. Amen. Hallelujah. Later on, the Bible says Samuel goes and finds Jesse and and you know the story they bring their sons and and there is none of these and finally is there any more yes David get him in here because we're not sitting down we're not doing nothing until I have done what God commissioned me to do I've got a full bottle of oil I've got a full bottle of oil and I'm not going to do anything until I have done what God has called me to do I am full up and I'm ready to do a work for God Samuel fill your horn full and the Bible says that they brought David out and David came in here and uh, the Lord looked, uh, spoke to Samuel and said he is the one and Samuel took that horn of oil and he anointed David and the Bible says in, in uh, verse 13 of chapter 16 of 1 Samuel and uh, Samuel took this is so powerful to me and Samuel took the horn of oil. Everyone say horn of oil. It wasn't half full. It wasn't a quarter full. It wasn't three quarters full. Samuel had filled it full. And he anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Bible says, And the Spirit of the Lord came on David that day. Amen. Amen. Ooh, I'd like to just I'd like to take my jacket off take my tie off roll up my sleeves and uh, and just have at her right now Go ahead. Go ahead. not at you folks you folks are precious but boy I'd like to come at the enemy I'd like to come at the spirit this morning I'd like to come out a, a spirit that says in 2022 you can get by on a little hand clap or you can get by on a little sermon or you can get by on a little church A few years ago, someone said to me, we don't need so much church. We don't need so much church. We don't, we're don't. We're, we're not that bad of people. I agree. You're not that bad of people. But I don't come to church because I'm a good person or a bad person. I come into the house of the Lord because I need to be filled up. I need to be filled up. I need to be filled up. I need my horn full. I need my oil up to the top. I need to be filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I don't, I don't, look, there's lots of things that, exciting in the world that a person can go and do and and uh, and lots of activities and lots of all those things but I can't go to those things and get my horn filled with oil I can only do that in the presence of the Lord I'm not here because this is what I do on Sunday I'm not here because I need to hear a sermon or this is what I was taught to do I come to the house of the Lord because I need my horn filled with oil I need my horn with the presence of Almighty God. Amen. Praise God. And that's why I don't care. That's why I don't care if we open the hymnal and sing 14 songs from the hymnal. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me if we don't open the hymnal and we sing uh, what they sang here this morning. I don't care if someone gets up here and says we're going to sing father Abraham right hand left hand Nod your head turn around I'm going to stand and I'm going to sing father Abraham because I'm not here because of what they're singing and I'm not here because of Who's preaching and I'm not here because of whether we take an offering or whether we don't take an offering I'm here because my horn is empty and I need it full i filled with with the glory of the Lord. Would you clap your hands with me this morning? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Fill my horn, Lord. Fill my horn, Lord. Fill my horn. Here's my cup, Lord. I lift it up. Fill me full. Fill me full and overflowing. Oh, someone shout hallelujah. Let's give him ten seconds of praise here. I praise you, Lord. I praise you. Oh, I praise you, Lord. I praise you. Lord. Hallelujah. If I want a nice speech, I can stay home and listen to a TED talk. There's some brilliant speakers on there. If I wanna, if I wanna do something else, I I can. The reason I'm here today is because in 2022 and in 1970 and in 1800, there, there's no way we can survive on a half-empty horn of oil. I, I can't have a quarter. I can't even have three-quarter on Sunday morning, on Sunday night, on Wednesday night, on Wednesday noon prayer, on Saturday night prayer. I've got to have my horn filled and full and praise God amen I can't come into church like my dad and say I want uh, I want the regular and I only got five dollars no sir I want to pull in and say I want supreme and I want it full Now in the day, with gas prices the way they are, yeah, we're going to put the, what's, what's the what's the lowest? Regular? Just regular. I just, I, I, I'm filling that car, it's going to rest and die anyway. Put regular in it, and that's, that's it's going to get me from here to there. But I'm not talking about driving to Plasterock. Or... Upper Ken or Huh? You said amen. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were correcting me. I'm a little paranoid. <laughs> Driving anywhere. I'm talking about i'm talking about eternity i'm talking about going to heaven i'm talking about i got a journey and i can't go there on cheap gas i can't go there on a little weak sermon i can't go there on a little on a little uh, a little uh uh uh, uh, uh ah. i can't go there on a denominational homily i've got to get in the presence of the lord and i've got to get tanked up i've be full. Praise God. I need the glory of the Lord. I need the power of God. I need an anointed pulpit. I need an anointed preacher. I need an anointed song servant. I need an anointed drummer. I need an anointed sound man. I've got to have the, the horn filled with oil. Amen. David, you're going to need that covering. You got some things you got to do. You're about to face Goliath. You're about to face Saul. Saul's going to try to take your life. You're going to eventually soon have to face your own men and you're going to have to dig down into the ashes and you're going to have to encourage yourself in the Lord and you're going to have to get a word from God and you're going to have to pursue and you're going to have to recover and then you're going to have to take over the throne and you're going to have to establish a kingdom and you're going to be in the lineage of Christ. There's things you've got to do and you can't be anointed with half a bottle when it comes to that. Samuel said, I've got to pour this whole thing on you because you've got a big job ahead of you we can't do that on a a quarter bottle of oil praise God Woo! you know this story sometimes I do weird things uh, one night, I felt uh, laying in bed, and everybody was asleep, and and so just I just felt uneasy in the house. So I I went and got the bottle of olive oil, and I I don't know why we use olive oil, but it's symbolic. It's it's uh, anyway, it's not the oil, the, the anointing oil they use, but that's olive oil. I figured it was better than grapeseed oil or avocado oil it just didn't seem spiritual enough so I used olive oil and uh, I went and put oil on the doorposts in our house the bedrooms prayed over each of the rooms went to Chrissy's room anointed put oil over the doorposts and 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 prayed downstairs Anthony's room and our room and the front door and I there, that's all, that's all good. And I went back to bed and the Lord said, that's, that's not enough. So I got back up, went and got the bottle of oil and went outside. In the middle of the night, that bottle of oil. <laughs> and I started around the edge of the property and I was just slinging it, I just, I just felt like a Catholic priest in the holy water. I was just... I was slinging that oil, walking around my property and covering it in blood. I will to tell you, it's, it's 2000 and, and whatever the year was. And, uh, and there are things the world, I need that. I need the anointing oil. And I was slinging oil, slinging it. And uh, I put the empty bottle on the counter. And my wife fell and said, where'd the oil go? I said, oh, I had to use it all last night.
1: <laughs> I
0: used it all. I'm telling you you come to the house of the Lord I'm t- I'm telling you I'm I'm telling you you want to drive into this pew and Open that door and hit your pew and look to heaven and say, I want supreme and I want filled up. And when, the, when, when, uh, when one of the ministry team hits the pulpit and says, let's pray, there ought to be something in it and said, okay, Lord, my tank is open. My lid is off. I'm ready to be filled with the spirit of Almighty God. David needed a full horn of oil. He didn't need Samuel half-hearted. He didn't need Samuel quarter-hearted. Or even three-quarter-hearted. David needed a man of God that had a horn of oil that was full. Filled to the very brim. I mean, splashing out. Brother Bill Harding, that's how he liked to drink his tea. Fill my cup so full it splashes out into the saucer. And then he would drink it from the saucer. that's what it ought to be in us I'm coming in the house of the Lord and from the very from the first gunshot bang I'm gonna worship I'm gonna praise I'm gonna thank him because I got stuff I got to do on Monday I need the anointing of the Lord on Monday I've got to have the fire of God there's a world lost and dying and going to hell I've got the answer I know what they need I've got to be filled with the oil Praise the Lord. Come on, Samuel. God said, come on, Samuel. Fill it up. 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 Half won't do. Fill it full and top. If Peter and John are going to walk into the temple. And they're going to see a lame man, and they're going to give out from what they have, such as I have, give I thee. If we're going to give out of what we have, then we got to make sure we're full. I got to make sure I've got something in the tank. I got to make sure if I'm going to go out into a world, and such as I have, give I thee, I got to make sure that I am filled with the oil. Peter and John weren't filled with worldly stuff silver and gold represents all that the finest things that the world has to offer they said uh, silver and gold have I none I got nothing of this world some people are so full of the world that there's no room for the anointing oil they're so full of materialism and so full of the flesh and so full of appetites for the things out in this world they got no room for the anointing oil Peter and John said I got no silver and gold I got no material things I got nothing in the world But I have just come from an upper room experience uh, where they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And such as I have, such as I have, such as I have, such as I have, have, I'm going to give it to you. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. At eight years of age, I received the wonderful baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That means that God filled my life with His Spirit. He put His Spirit in me. Amen. Many folks are pursuing tongues. Tongues is not the Holy Ghost. It's the evidence. What we need to be pursuing is not tongues. We need to pursue the presence of God in my life. And the Bible says when we are filled with the presence of God, there will be the evidence of an unknown tongue and an unknown language. And the Bible says that that spirit will guide us and will teach us. The Lord knew what my journey was going to be at eight years of age. And He filled me. He filled me full of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And that oil, that spirit, that presence of god has kept me all of my life and i i want it to be full and overflowing today some say well i had an experience with god 40 years ago I'm so thankful you did. But you need to have an experience with God September the 18th of 2022. I need to be refilled. I need to walk out that door this morning knowing that I am topped up, full and ready to go. And if we are not careful, our horn or our, oil of, our bottle of oil, our oil bottle... Can get empty. We can let the disappointments of of leadership and the disappointments of life and the disappointments of of things and we can neglect our horn of oil. Spirits and attitudes and 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 getting wrapped up in in the world and in politics and in current events and and all of those things and And the next thing you know, we wake up and the Lord is saying to us, you have a job to do. I need you to get your oil bottle full in this day and age. I I want to encourage you about prayer meeting. I want to encourage you about altar services. And I, I'm sure, and I'm guilty of it too, but I, I, just, I just remember those altar services that, that lingered and went. How many remember those for hours? Yeah. Hours. And it's almost an act of God if we have an altar service over 10 minutes. And, and, and we wonder why our 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 horn of oil isn't splashing out. And and we had those we had those altar services with with very basic, sometimes no music at all, but the power of God and the people would pray. And here you're blessed with the finest of music and 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 all those things and we, we come down and it's nice, presence of the Lord and clap. And and then and then it just it's like a it's like a conversation that 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 uh, you know you're driving with somebody and you tell a story and then and then there's that awkward silence for and then you well did you hear that latest joke? You're just trying to fill the time and space, and it ought not to be that way. Lord, give us a revival of altar services and I, i'm gonna i'm just gonna get real bold here this morning give us a revival of altar services that go an hour maybe go two hours when was the last time we were locking this place and turning the lights out at one o'clock in the morning because because the glory of god had filled this place and we wonder why we're struggling with living for God and, and living the consecrated life and, and doing these things. It's because it's because we're trying to live on a horn of oil that's only a quarter full. Oh God, here's my cup. Here's my horn. Lord, I don't want it half. I want it full. I want an anointing on my life. Amen. It was those services it was those camp meetings. It was those altar services that have kept me. It was those filling up services that made the difference in my life. You say, well, that's, that's for the preachers or that's for someone else. No, Joel chapter 2 and verse 28 said, I will pour out my spirit on. Everyone say it. Say it. Are you here this morning? Say it. All flesh, everyone, me, you, we can all be filled with the anointing. Every one of us, all of us, filled. We can't be dead, dried up. We have to be filled up. The cleaners, the teachers, the members, the singers, the preachers, the ushers, the greeters. The sound system. Amen. What are these sound guys filled with the Holy Ghost? Brother Seth, do you have the Holy Ghost today? Amen. He's the sound man on schedule today. Brother Don Johnson was pre- preaching one time. And, and uh, the sound system wasn't working. It wasn't the sound guy. There was just some problems. And, and uh, Brother Johnson said... The devil's in the sound room today well the sound guy took that personal got up locked the door slammed it and went home <laughs> brother you sit still don't you go nowhere i remember brother years ago brother fredell and brother gerald kenny you were so faithful in our sound booth for so many years i remember that And I remember sometimes looking up and needing a microphone turned on and uh, Brother Kenny was going this way across the sound room and Verdell was going the opposite direction and they were up there worshiping and praising God. Well, I need a mic on. I I know I need a mic on, but listen to me. I'd rather have sound men in the sound booth that are talking in tongues and getting filled up and tanked up and going than than an old microphone. That'll work out. That'll come together. Oh God, give me a sound man filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Uh, would, would, it, would it be all right sometime if, if, the, if all of a sudden the music stopped and, and, uh, and Sister Farrell's over here going like this and going like this? Oh, we'll get by without a keyboard. What we can't get by with is a, is a lack of an anointing. Amen. Where's the ushers? Why can't we take up the offering? Well, because they're back there getting filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, the offering, oh wait, we'll do something else. Let's have ushers and Sunday school teachers and preachers that are filled with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Everyone is responsible for their own oil. Amen. I can't fill your oil up. Amen. I can't I can't fill your oil. You you got to do that. You you got to do that. You got to you got to make sure Samuel get your horn of oil and get your bottle of oil and fill it. You've got to fill it. I'll give you the job to do, but you've got to fill your oil bottle. The foolish virgins had no oil and they missed their opportunity. God told Samuel Fill it up. And then the next thing he said was go. I'm here to tell somebody there's no point in going if if we're not full up. Amen. God God can't anoint empty heads. Oh, God, give me a sermon. God, give me a sermon. Well, he'll give you a sermon when you read and study and pray and put something in there. Then he's got something to anoint. Fill it up and then go. We can't go out in the world and try to do work for God if we got nothing in us. If we got no, we're not full up, filled up, we got nothing in us. We have got to fill it up. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, someone say, praise the Lord. Lord. You got me all wore out up here. (laughs) Somebody must have been praying last night to to anoint the preacher, Lord, because you got me all. You got me all stirred up. Woo! Praise God. So, Sister Farrell always says, are you going to end it high or are you going to end it low? What do you, what, how are you going to end it? And I always say, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> I'll tell you when I get there. I'm there. But I don't, still don't know if it's going to be high or low. I'll preach, you play. You you do that part. Oh, somebody say praise the Lord. How many want to be filled up today? I want to be filled up today. Amen. You folks are too precious of people. You're too good of people. You're, You're too godly. You're too righteous to walk out that door and it just be that. I want you to leave here today, full of the power
1: of God.
0: The power of God. So Friday morning, I had an appointment at ten o'clock, and we had uh, we had to drive a little ways to get there. And um, can I can I tell you something? Something that kind of annoys me. It's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like getting in the car when I got to be somewhere and have to go get gas. Does that annoy anybody else or is that just me? That just irritates me. I want to get going. I don't I don't want to get going and have to stop and get gas and then get going. I and it's my own fault because if I would gas up the night before, then I could just get in the car and go. But who wants to do it at night? Because you're tired. You've, you've worked hard. so. And I knew I had to go to this appointment. And I thought, oh, well, I, I've got enough gas. So we uh, started off to our appointment. And I kept watching the uh, the kilometers in the. You have 110 kilometers left in your tank. Well, I'm, I know I'm only going... Seventy kilometers. So I'm, I'm good. And uh, I kept watching the kilometers. Sister Farrell kept saying, "Do we have enough to make it?" And she's lilting her voice up. "Do we have enough to make it? Are, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? Ah, oh, we got, we got, we got 150 kilometers left in the tank." lots in there you think we're going to make it? we were so close to the destination but the kilometers and the they were getting closer together I didn't have the gap but I had I'm almost there I'm almost at the appointment I'm almost there. I'm almost there! I'm almost there. But the tank is getting, the kilometers are getting, the gap is narrowing. I don't have the, I don't have the room. I don't have the room that I once had. I don't have the room. Would you stand? I concluded it's more important for me to have a full tank than it is for me to be a few minutes early. And so just before I got to my destination I pulled in the gas tank. I filled her up, filled her up, and all the anxiety went away. Sister Farrell kept asking me, and her—it's a—it's a sweet voice. Are we going to make it? The anxiety went away. Are we going to make it? filled that car up with gas and I sat down in the seat and I said we've got more than enough to get where we're going today in fact it got me to there and got me clear back home and when I got home I still had lots left over but I filled up again I'm talking to somebody this morning almost there we're almost there some things in life have allowed your oil bottle to get neglected and God has sent me to tell somebody this morning it is time for you to fill fill up fill up fill up fill up So, my message is very simple today. It's time to fill your horn with oil. Here's my cup, Lord. I lift it, it up. me up this morning. Hallelujah.